Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. We'll talk about what that means with Politico senior legal affairs reporter Josh Gerstein at 1010. The district is a big step closer to banning right turns and red lights at most intersections. I'm Dick Oleano. When Metro begins cracking down on fare evaders, what the fines could cost. I'm Christy King. Asian markets higher after Wall Street's rally. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. In his next to last regular season game, Aaron Judge pulls it off. The call on MLB.com, Aaron Judge breaks the American League single-season record of 61 set by Roger Maris 61 years ago. Search and rescue operations are ongoing nearly a week after Hurricane Ian ripped across Florida. CBS's Ted Scouten in Fort Myers. Emergency teams with cadaver dogs have checked thousands of homes and rescued more than 2,300 residents. There's massive destruction, wood pilings that we can't actually see under, and there are voids sometimes under there. Officials say they are making progress restoring power, but it will be weeks before the job is done. Every single minute, every hour, every day, things are flowing much better. President Biden and the First Lady will visit to Florida tomorrow to check out the damage firsthand. Stockton, California may have a serial killer on its hands. It's offering a $115,000 reward for information leading to a suspect after ballistic tests linked the fatal shootings of six men and the wounding of one woman. Stockton Police Chief Stanley McFadden. Uh, we find that the average age of the victim is 42. We find that the sex of the victims are, are mostly male. We also find that the races are, are mostly Hispanic as well. CBS's Jim Crisula reports on a concern for the nation's children's hospitals. Three major medical associations are asking the U.S. Attorney General to investigate and prosecute people who are threatening violence against children's hospitals and doctors who provide gender-affirming health care. The American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Medical Association, and the Children's Hospital Association have reached out to Attorney General Merrick Garland. Advocacy groups are speaking out on new research showing that missing white girls get more attention on social media than missing black girls. CBS's Allison Keyes with more on a USA Today analysis. Research showed some 24,000 more average views for missing white girls than for missing black girls on one advocacy group's Facebook site. At the Black and Missing Foundation, Natalie Wilson says... The community or law enforcement and media believe that... You know, they're, they're missing on their own accord. Wilson says the perception is that missing black girls are involved in some sort of deviant behavior and that no one will miss them. Allison Keyes, CBS News. When I was born to call Loretta Lynn, whose Frank songs about life and love pulled her out of poverty and made her a pillar of country music, has died. She was 90. This is CBS News. You need to hire? Indeed is with you every step of the way, helping you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 1003 here on WTOP, Tuesday night, October 4th, 2022. It's 50 in College Park, down to the 40s overnight. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A big deal here if you drive in the nation's capital, hoping to boost safety for people walking, biking, and scooting. 
The D.C. Council has voted to ban drivers from making right-hand turns at red lights at most intersections. The story tonight from WTOP's Dick Giuliano. The council passed and sent to Mayor Muriel Bowser the bill that would largely end right on red in D.C. starting in January 2025. Ward 3 Council Member Mary Che, chair of the Transportation Committee, says when DDOT looked at intersections that prohibit right on red, it found more safety. There were far fewer conflicts between cars and people more cars yielding for pedestrians and generally safer conditions. The bill does something else supporters say will improve safety, allowing bicyclists and scooter riders to keep up their momentum and go through stop signs and red lights when it's safe to do so. Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. 10.04 to Metro Next, which loses millions of dollars a year in bus and rail fares. To get some of the money back, Metro's going to crack down on folks who don't pay. First, it'll spend a month warning everyone that they could get a fine. WTOP's Christy King details why. Metro already doesn't have enough money. Its next budget has a shortfall of nearly $185 million, and fare evasions this year will end up costing an estimated $40 million in lost revenue. D.C. has decriminalized fare gate evasion, but when Metro Transit Police start handing out citations next month, fines could cost $50, and in Maryland and Virginia, fines could cost up to 100 bucks. Also next month, fare gate areas in some metro stations will test modifications such as higher barriers. Christy King, WTOP News. Fairfax County is rethinking the names for three proposed bus rapid transit stations on the Route 1 corridor. The county transportation department is looking for station names that better reflect their locations and community character. For example, stationed Pendaw, the cross streets are North Kings Highway and South Kings Highway. Station 6 has the name Gum Springs. Its cross street is Sherwood Hall Lane. An open house at the Hybla Valley Community Center in Alexandria on October 12th will let the community share some ideas. The one, as the route is called, will eventually have nine stations starting at the Huntington Metro Station and ending in Fort Belvoir. United States Park Police will now be required to use body-worn cameras. It comes as the Department of Interior changes its policy. But one local U.S. senator says this is too little too late. While this is a small step forward, it shouldn't have taken five years to start this process. Virginia Senator Mark Warner, he says he's disappointed it took that long after the 2017 shooting of Bijan Gazar by two park police officers for the Department of Interior to require body-worn cameras for all officers who engage with the public. When you're having that kind of first-hand interaction with the public, I think it has been common policing policy for some time. He says the family of Bijan Gazar is still owed a better explanation of what happened. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. A woman from Alexandria was stopped at Reagan National Airport early today when security agents spotted a loaded handgun as they x-rayed her carry-on. The TSA officers told Metropolitan Washington Airport's Authority Police, which confiscated the gun, which was loaded with six bullets, they gave the woman a citation on weapons charges. She told them she simply forgot she had the weapon with her. The TSA says this is the 24th gun that officers have prevented from being carried onto a flight this year. Coming up after traffic and weather, former President Trump is asking the U.S. Supreme Court to intervene in the Mar-a-Lago documents case. We'll check in with one of the top legal affairs reporters in town, that is Josh Gerstein of Politico, right after traffic and weather. Become an election judge in Prince George's County. We need registered Republicans and unaffiliated voters to serve in the 2022 gubernatorial general election. Registered voters who are fluent in Spanish are also needed to serve. You'll help voters through the election process, and you'll get paid for all training and election shifts you serve. Call 301-341-7352 today. That's 301 301- 
3417352 sponsored by the Prince George's County Board of Elections. Here's Mario Orsini, Associate Director of Security with Raytheon Intelligence and Space. October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month when we focus on safer, trusted, and more secure online experiences. At Raytheon Intelligence and Space, every day is about cybersecurity. We break the definition of cyber defense, hiring the sharpest minds using our understanding of how actors think to actively hunt threats and designing one-of-a-kind, never-been-done-before solutions to protect our nation's most vital infrastructure and our way of life. Visit rtx.com slash cyber. 1008, slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Going back to Bob Imler now in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland, an Oxford Hill listener finds a minor crash on the ramp from northbound 210 on the ramp to the inner loop. You're able to get by that under police direction with a very brief slowdown. 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway and 270 each running without delay. Uh, rain all around the region, of course, so do be careful out there. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is good to go. And uh, Beltway all the way around is generally in pretty good shape. But in Virginia, road work has traffic hung up pretty badly westbound on 66 through Falls Church, getting past 267. Single left lane gets by, and the ramp to 267 west is open. On the ramp, you get by single file right. And both directions of 66 in Centerville getting by single file past the work zone at Route 28 and 29 between the two. Uh, eastbound to get by single file right, single file left westbound. They were also working uh, eastbound at Sudley Road, and they're getting by single file to the left really without delay. 395 and 95, though, each running pretty well both ways. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stedford. Going to be another wet night across the region, off and on rain showers, breezy and chilly across the region. We'll see this rain taper after drizzle after midnight. Our lows in the mid to upper 40s. Drizzle will end Wednesday morning. Partial clearing Wednesday afternoon. Look for a high in the low 60s. Thursday Thursday, some morning fog, then turning sunny and turning warmer. Highs mid-70s. Partly cloudy, turning windy on Friday as the front comes through. Highs mid to upper 70s. Partly to mostly sunny, breezy, and chilly on Saturday. Highs low 60s. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stinniford. Well, the rain is far less widespread than last night, but still, uh, eastern parts of the listening area, most of Prince George's County, most of southern Maryland, and the Laurel area, and Sykesville as well, getting some rain, and that is pushing to the southwest tonight. No thunderstorms, steady rain, mostly, east and south of the Beltway. Rockville is at 47 tonight, Ashburn 50, and District Heights 48 degrees. Some of us falling to the lower 40s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 1010. We've got a significant new development in the Donald Trump Mar-a-Lago top-secret documents investigation. The former president is now asking the U.S. Supreme Court for an emergency order to put about 100 documents with classification markings back into the pile being looked over by the special master in the case. A little earlier, WTOP's Michelle Bash and me asked Politico senior legal affairs reporter Josh Gerstein what the former president's goal is with this emergency request. Uh, well, it seems like there's two possibilities here. One is sort of a strategic move to make sure that the courts retain some authority over this potentially classified documents and the possibility he might be able to get an order from a judge before any charges are brought criminally against him saying that there was some issue here uh, that maybe he declassified them. I think that's probably what he's up to. In addition to that, obviously, if you have classified materials as part of this document review in front of the special master, 
it is going to inevitably delay and drag out that process. So it'll take longer than it would have if we're just talking about ordinary government records. How is he able to do that or how might he be able to do that even though there's no evidence that he declassified those docs? Well, you know, he's made these arguments that he had a general policy of declassifying the documents, either by taking them to his residence uh, in the uh, at the White House or perhaps by taking them directly to Mar-a-Lago. That happened while he was still president. And, you know, that's the argument that his lawyers and some of his advocates have put forward. But of course, you're right. So far, nobody has really said under oath in any kind of way that they'd be accountable for that they remember this issue being discussed with Trump or that Trump gave some kind of broad directive that everything that was put in those places would be declassified. If somebody has that information, including Trump himself, you know, they could put it in a declaration and file it with the court. But thus far, they haven't done that. By doing this, is he in any way bypassing or short-circuiting the legal process, or was this case always eventually headed to the Supreme Court? Well, it's an unusual posture because most criminal defendants, if they don't like something that the government has done to them before they face charges, they basically have to wait and see what happens. If the government brings charges, then they can go to the judge handling that case and, you know, say, I, I think this evidence was obtained illegally. It should be suppressed. Maybe that the whole indictment against them should be thrown out. But it's very unusual to see sort of a preemptive action by a defendant to go into court to try to sort of muck up and slow down the investigation before they've faced any charges. That's the part about this that is very unusual, and I don't think that the former president will be able to get an order out of the Supreme Court that completely shuts down the Justice Department's investigation. Josh, people may remember late in Donald Trump's term, he intimated that because he nominated three of the current justices, he expected their loyalty. Is it at all clear whether he's walking down that path again and, and may be disappointed, just as he was with some rulings late in his term? He may well think so. Uh, you know, he has made very positive comments as recently as last week about Jenny Thomas, the wife of Justice Clarence Thomas, who, of course, was nominated by President George H.W. Bush. But you're right, having nominated three of the nine justices on the court, he seemed to think that he was entitled to loyalty from them in connection with the various election-related cases that we saw come up uh, towards the end of 2020. Uh, but he really didn't find any traction in those disputes. And I think most of the observers on Twitter that are discussing this tonight are saying that they don't think it's likely that it will be granted by the high court. Politico senior legal affairs reporter Josh Gerstein. Breaking baseball news tonight. It involves the American League record for most home runs in a season. Rob's got the details straight ahead. Fall is the perfect season for remodeling your kitchen. And Bray & Scarf is the perfect place to do it. We're the kitchen remodeling experts. Handling everything from design to measurement to installation. With the area's best selection of cabinets, countertops, and appliances. At Bray & Scarf, We've installed over 20,000 kitchens. Our professional kitchen designers can help you make the most of yours with the easier way to remodel your kitchen, the Bray way. Start creating your dream kitchen at the Bray & Scarf Fall Remodeling Event. Going on now with great deals on the best appliances. Get free basic installation on select GE Profile and Cafe Wall Ovens and Cooktops. And get free basic installation on select Monogram Professional Series Appliances. Shop local and visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations. Or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's 10 15. Here's Rob Woodfork. All right. The good news is the Nationals have shut out the Mets for the last five innings. The bad news is they gave up seven in the first. They still trail by a touchdown. Seven nothing now. Top of the sixth inning. Uh, they're in New York, and moments ago, Joey Manessis just uh, laced one into the uh, center of the field there, so he's on base, hopefully uh, trying to start a rally here for the Nationals after uh, just a disastrous start by Paolo Espino. I don't think that's hyperbolic at all. Gave up seven runs in a third of an inning. He threw 32 pitches, somehow gave up seven runs uh, on that uh, walk two, gave up five hits, and, oh, by the way, the first three hits allowed were all home runs. So he is in line for the loss. He will stay winless on the season, as will Corey Abbott, who pitched a rough four innings in game one of the doubleheader, which was a 4-2 loss. The uh, Speaking of Nationals pitching, some interesting comments from general manager uh, Mike Rizzo today. He used the word mystery to describe Steven Strasburg's status for next year. And Patrick Corbin, after what was a really bad 2022 season, will still be part of the rotation come 2023. Up in Baltimore, the Orioles and Blue Jays rained out. That was postponed to 1235 tomorrow. It'll be part of a traditional doubleheader. And uh, there's a new American League home run king, folks. His name is Aaron Judge. 62 home runs. Uh, he hit it tonight in Texas to break the old record set by fellow Yankee Roger Maris. The Washington Commanders. Uh, they're going to be without Chase Ruye for a while. Uh, he's uh, having knee surgery that is expected to end his season. And if that's not bad enough, Sam Cosme just had surgery on his thumb. No word on how long he will be on the shelf. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. Lawyers for former President Trump have asked the U.S. Supreme Court to step into the legal fight over those classified documents the FBI seized during the search of his Florida estate. They've asked the high court to let the special master in the case review roughly 100 classified documents. Billionaire Elon Musk now says he'll buy Twitter at his original price of $44 billion. It comes days before a Twitter lawsuit attempting to force Musk to buy the company would have gone to trial. The federal government may soon lose its ability to borrow. The national debt is approaching the $31.4 trillion debt ceiling, which is an artificial cap on debt the government cannot exceed without the approval of Congress. Stay with us here on WTOP for more about these stories in minutes. Pinballs to Rooney. Rooney sees roll out. Oh, it's in the net. The voice and call may sound familiar to you, but you may only be able to hear it one more time this weekend. WTOP senior sports director Dave Johnson has been the television play-by-play -play voice of D.C. United since it was an inaugural franchise for Major League Soccer in 1996. But next year, the league will start a broadcasting deal with Apple TV+. Plus. Dave Johnson explains what that means for local broadcasts. Instead of two teams, uh, two broadcast teams doing a game, it'll just be one broadcast team. And, and the games will be on Apple Plus. All games that are not on their other partners, whether it be ESPN or Fox or, or Univision. So um, it's a, a good deal for the league financially. And uh, it's something that was, it was driven by that because they don't get a lot of local television rights. So... Uh, it means that D.C. United Television and for other teams in the league, as we've known it locally, will not be the same starting next season. D.C. United season finale Sunday afternoon at 2.30 from Audi Field. Traffic and weather on the 8s with Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, the action is on 66 tonight. In the rain, they are out there working on 66 westbound from Sycamore out to 267. And you get by single file to the left on the ramp to 267. You get by single file right. And they are working as well 
on 66 westbound past Route 50. Left lane gets by and from 28 uh, out toward 29 Centerville. Left lane gets by and on the eastbound side, you're getting by single file to the left in Markham and again in Manassas at Sudley Road and then single file to the right in Centerville passing 29 and 28. On the Maryland side, on um, northbound 210 ramp to the inner loop, there's a minor crash getting by without too much problem. Under police direction there. Things in pretty good shape up and down 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway on 270, each running without delay, same with 50 out to the Bay Bridge tonight. Rid your home of unwanted pests. Turn to Home Paramount Pest Control. Call for a free inspection today at 888-888-HOME or HomeParamount.com. Bob Inley, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stennifer. Showers will continue tonight. That'll taper off to drizzle after midnight. Going to be breezy and chilly with some patchy fog. Our lows mid to upper 40s. Drizzle will end Wednesday morning. A few peaks of sunshine Wednesday afternoon with a high in the low 60s. Thursday morning fog, then sunny and warmer. Highs mid-70s. Partly cloudy skies becoming windy on Friday as a cold front comes through. Highs mid to upper 70s. Partly to mostly sunny skies, breezy and cool on Saturday. Highs only in the low 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stennerford. Steady rain in many parts of the WTOP listening area. The heaviest stuff is across southern Maryland and generally points east and north of the Beltway and D.C. Upper Marlboro 48, Centerville 51, D.C. 50, and dropping into the 40s tonight. And we are brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. What has a local legislature decided about whether non-citizens should be able to vote in part of our area? We'll check it out in two minutes on WTOP. I am Thomas Myers, president of IBW Local 26. Do you own an electrical contracting business? Would you like assistance with obtaining more work? Are you seeking more networking opportunities, help finding the most highly trained workers? Do you want the best pay and benefits for your employees? If so, then consider partnering with IBW Local 26. By partnering with the Electricians Union, you can take your business to the next level. IBW Local 26 represents more than 150 contractors of all sizes. We provide world-class training to more than 10,000 skilled electricians. And we handle health care and retirement benefits so you don't have to. Contact IBW Local 26 to learn about how we can help grow your business. Go to IBWLocal26.org. That's IBEWLocal26.org. Click on the Business Opportunities tab to start growing today. IBW, wired for growth. The world's most advanced fighter engine is powering up for tomorrow's missions. Using proven technology, the Pratt & Whitney F-135 Enhanced Engine Package meets the needs of all F-35 operators while saving the taxpayer $40 billion in life cycle costs. Considering an extra engine for the F-35 is extra wasteful and extra risky, the Pratt & Whitney F-135 EEP is the smart decision. Learn more at prattwhitney.com slash F-135EEP. That's prattwhitney.com slash F-135EEP. This is WTOP News. 1023. The D.C. Council has given initial approval to a bill allowing non-U.S. citizens to vote in local elections. A final vote is expected next month. Ward 6 Council Member Charles Allen says non-citizens living in D.C. at least a month deserve the right to vote. This bill is in line with our D.C. values and this council's history of expanding the right to vote and welcoming new voices into our political process and government. Ward 3 Council Member Mary Che cast the only vote against the bill, arguing it should require people to live in the nation's capital for more than just 30 days. I think it's really quite foolish. 
not to expect a little bit more of somebody who is just dropped off here and manages to eke out 30 days of residency and allow them to vote. Council member Allen said people who move to D.C. from other states are allowed to vote here in the nation's capital and the same right should be extended to those who move here from other countries. Car taxes have been due tonight in Fairfax County. The value on used cars is up 33% on average. Even with county supervisors cutting the rate of the assessment by 15%, people are still going to pay more. This is probably the number one thing that I get emails on into the office. He says... This is clearly a, uh, a number one topic. But Pat Harity, the Fairfax County Supervisor representing Springfield, says you can appeal higher tax assessments on used cars. There's a couple of different ways to appeal if you've got significant body damage or a high mileage vehicle. The mileage and condition should be submitted as they represent value as of January 1st this year. Christy King, WTOP News. 10:24. Federal prosecutors are trying to keep some secretly recorded phone calls out of court when Maryland Governor Larry Hogan's former chief of staff goes to trial this month. Roy McGrath is accused of collecting excessive payments when he was director of Maryland's Environmental Service and taking a more than $233,000 severance when he transitioned to his role in the governor's office. The Capitol Gazette reports federal prosecutors are asking the jury only be allowed to hear one of the calls, arguing that the others are irrelevant to their case. McGrath's attorney argues all the calls should be allowed as evidence. McGrath faces state charges for those recorded phone calls because recording someone without permission is a felony in Maryland. 1025. Money News 25 and 55 and Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Elon Musk's lawyers apparently did not see a court allowing him to walk away from his contract to buy Twitter. And now Musk has confirmed he sent and Twitter confirms it received a letter saying he does want to go ahead with the $44 billion purchase contingent on his getting financing for the deal. Musk was set for a deposition this week on the lawsuit Twitter filed to force the sale to take place. Twitter shares rose 20 percent on the news. Even Musk's Tesla rose almost 3 percent as Wall Street was on another tear. All three averages gained almost 3 to 3 and a third percent. The Dow rose 825 points, the Nasdaq 361, the S&P 113. And Amazon doing some adjusting. It's become the latest tech giant to freeze hiring, not company-wide, but in its retail business as online sales slow. It'll pause recruitment for corporate jobs till the end of the year in the worldwide Amazon stores division, not the warehouse houses where most Amazon employees work. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. All Asian markets are higher, but the one that's really rallying tonight is Hong Kong. The Hang Seng is up nearly 5% as it's returned to trade for the first time in several days. Still ahead here on WTOP, baseball history made tonight. The full week's forecast here is we're about to the middle of the week now. And the latest effort by Donald Trump to get his case involving Mar-a-Lago documents before the Supreme Court. Stay close to WTOP. With a siloed approach to security, agencies often find they're unable to handle the changing nature of today's threat environment. To keep pace with dynamic attacks and ensure greater peace of mind, agencies are on the lookout for more centralized visibility and quick resolution of their security issues. Trellix is at the forefront of the XDR revolution, pioneering a brand